Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Chats from the Blog Cabin, the show where I invite people into the blog cabin to chat about life. I'm Melissa, your host. Today I'm chatting with Lee Powell-Hines, and we're chatting about clean beauty, most importantly, beauty counter um, products. We're going to talk about what is clean beauty, because honestly, before I started chatting with Lee, I thought clean beauty just meant that if you looked at a product and it said it was clean, you're, you're safe. But actually, you have to look at the ingredients. Um, and that's another thing is we're also chatting about how can you tell a product is clean? And then what, why is it better for you? Why is clean beauty better for you? Think about it. Your skin is probably the most vital organ that you have. And it's living and breathing. And the chemicals that you put on your skin, whether you're a man or a woman, if you're putting lotions or deodorants or anything else on, that's part of beauty as well, even though you don't think about it like that. So we chat about all those types of things. So you know what I need you to do right now? That's right. And you just start listening. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another edition of Chats from the Blog Cabin. I'm here with my friend Lee, and we're going to be talking about clean beauty. But Lee also has a blog out, out about NC. So, Lee, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, my gosh. That could take the whole hour. No, just kidding. <laughs> so I have been a blogger. Well, I started out in television, the TV journalism. And, you know, I started my blog. It's hard to believe. It's been almost 10 years. I'm on my ninth year starting the Hindsight blog. And I started that when I was at home with my kids. And in 2015, I migrated out to more travel and tourism in North Carolina with Add About NC. And I primarily uh, use Instagram for that for that platform of North Carolina travel and uh, so now I'm a busy mom with two kids uh, 15 and 11 almost 11 a cheer mom and now I've added another faucet to my business which is the passion about talking about clean beauty and why that is so important now I know before we went on you told me about how the reason why you got into clean beauty was because your daughter's starting to wear makeup now. So tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, well, I um, have always been a huge makeup fan. Um, there's so much out there. It is a huge industry. I mean, you can't go anywhere without seeing cosmetics. I mean, it's a billion dollar industry. We all know that. And about four years ago, I started uh, learning more about beauty products and skincare products through a group called the EWG, it's the Environmental Working Group. And what I learned, um, they have a database that's very public that anybody can go to, is that there are chemicals in our products that we use. Um, I know that there's a lot of greenwashing in the beauty industry just because something means all natural, um, doesn't necessarily mean it's safe, just because something says it's organic, it doesn't necessarily mean it's safe. And the same thing goes with chemicals because not all chemicals are bad. You've got safe chemicals and then you've got chemicals that do cause harm. So one of the things that I learned is that some of the products that I personally was using would rank high on product not having enough product safety. So I want everybody to uh, take this down. There's a lot of apps. And it's like every year, more and more knowledge comes out about 
clean beauty because it is a little overwhelming because it's hard to think as women if you think about your skincare routine or your makeup routine and we're not talking about beauty products we're talking about when you're we're talking about like personal care products Melissa things like deodorant lotion uh, shampoos conditioners there's so much out there and after World War two more and more chemicals was introduced and in the beauty industry there's something called trade secrets now you know you and I as bloggers we like to share information <laughs> but in the beauty mm -hmm. industry they're selling a product and they want their product to be the absolute best they want that wrinkle um, cream that they have formulated to be the end-all be-on so there's something called trade secrets out there beauty trade secrets so a lot of chemicals are not disclosed on the products because they don't want people to know exactly what their trade secret is. Um, and a lot of chemicals are hidden behind that one word, fragrance. Fragrance is probably, when you look at the EWG, it's probably the largest item on there that will get a higher score for not being safe. And there's so much to talk about in terms of the EWG, Melissa, and how that works. But so I was introduced to that about four years ago and to the brand Beauty Counter and I started using that personally and have been using Beauty Counter as my primary uh, cosmetics and skincare company for about four years. My daughter, who we just talked about, Liza, mm -hmm. is starting to get the lip glasses out. She's in sheer. She's starting to put on the eyeshadow. She's putting all that stuff. And it really made me think then, hey, what? what kind of products am I giving her that she is actually putting on her skin that can cause hormone disruption, um, endocrine, um, allergies. Um, when she was really little, it was very interesting. You know, Elsa was uh, so popular back then and you would go to the store and they would have like the little Elsa and Anna perfumes. And so she, her brother like sprayed it in her face one day and she literally, broke out and hide. So there was something in that perfume, that fragrance, that caused her to have a severe allergic reaction. So those are the types of things that I'm talking about. Yeah, I know my middle daughter, Michaela, she cannot use regular deodorant. She has to look for a specific deodorant mm -hmm. because she just breaks out underneath her arms. And she hates for me to say this, but that's really what got me started learning about what the chemicals are in, even in our deodorants and our shampoos as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really overwhelming. I mean, I never thought that I was, <laughs> it, it, it is so overwhelming at times that I can kind of understand how people are like, I can't even hear that right now. I, I don't even want it. Cause it, because, you know, I never thought that I would be looking at chemistry going, what is this in our products? But yes, and chances are, um, I mean, there's always allergies to different things and there could be, you know, products that people are allergic to. But in most cases, most of our products on the market today have some type of fragrance and they're not real fragrances. They are artificially made fragrances. And that is what is causing um, the chemicals that we are seeing. I mean, the EWG, it is an app. Um, it is a website. They do a sunscreen um, release every year. You can go on this database and you can see, uh, you can 
type in the products that you may be using to see what, what it scores. However, it goes back to that transparency. A lot of companies don't have the transparency of what is exactly in their products. Therefore, the database can sometimes be very limited. So another reason why that I'm primarily using Beauty Counter is because they're 100% transparent. They score high on the EWG for safety and have actually been EWG certified for many of their products, but they're not alone. And they have made great strides since they came on the scene. Greg Renfrew um, started Beauty Counter and she made it a mission that it's education first and advocacy because we want everyone to be able to walk into Walgreens, CVS, go in there, pull a product off the shelf and not think about what is in it. And that's one of the things that we don't really think about now. I mean, I never did, but the FDA, and these are some eye-opening stats, Melissa, and you may have heard these already, but the FDA only regulates about 38 products that are considered harmful, that they do not allow um, into U.S. products. The U.K. has 1,300 that it does not allow. And Canada is now in the middle with about 600. So you can see that the U.S. is really, really behind when it comes to research and chemicals in our products that um, have been proven to do some type of damage or risk for allergens or uh, reproductive issues. So it, 38 is not a big number and Beauty Counter uh, has really lobbied and really worked to get some changes done in these beauty in the beauty industry. And uh, it's amazing what kind of progress they've made in such little time as well. Now you mentioned reproductive issues. And we talked about this right before you came on. So do you want to share your story? I'll be happy to share my story. Now, I think it's important to note that, you know, I don't really have any proof. I've never had any um, testing done to say, oh, you know, there's been articles that have come out. There's a great article that's out now in one of the magazines that came out a few years ago called Sperm Count Zero and how through the years, Fertility is becoming more and more of an issue, um, and they are correlating that to the chemicals that are being used in our products. Now, I was in TV for 10 years, and I was um, single <laughs> in a small town, so I did not meet my husband, to be fair. I did not meet my husband until I was in my early 30s. Um, and, you know, when we got married, we didn't want to have children right away because, we were kind of selfish and enjoying our time alone and, you know, going out to eat and all that stuff. But when the time came that we wanted to start a family, it did not happen right away. Um, and it was about a two year process. I was about this close to getting tested uh, for fertility. And I really got more on a cleaner habit or with my food um, and vitamins. I really didn't think about cosmetics at the time because that just really wasn't in the forefront and the knowledge wasn't out there because we're talking about uh, 2005 at this time. But we, people do know about, you know, holistic eating, whole eating and exercise and good supplements and vitamins. So I was doing that and then sure enough, um, I was able to get pregnant um, on my own. But I do think that some of the chemicals that we do have used 
could have contributed to that. Now, for the people that are watching and listening, what exactly is clean beauty? Because there's so many different concepts of clean beauty out there. So can you explain that a little bit? Well, I think clean beauty is something that it's not only beauty, but it's really skin care as well. And it is talking about safety and what is in your product. So the EWG and the Think Dirty app, if you take a product, they can look at, they can rank it and they give every beauty product a score. If you get a green, it's like a stoplight in a way. If you get, if they rank based on what is in those ingredients and the data could be limited and you get a green, which is um, EWG verified one or a two, then it's kind of like a go. Hey, you're doing pretty good on your consumer choices. There's little or more minimal risk. Then the next stage is just like what you expect, caution. Um, and you know, it could be that there are some product, there are some ingredients in your cosmetics that you know may cause some allergies, or um, there's fragrance in there, or different things. And then we get into stop, use with caution, just be aware of what uh, you're putting on your body, and that is the red. And you're going to see that um, with a score of like seven, eight, nine. And the highest, you know, it, it is chemistry and they'll, they'll put all the chemicals out there and you can see each one. <clears throat> the one that shocks a lot of people because it's one of the <clears throat> most talked about buzzword in beauty is retinol. Retinol gets a nine on the EWG and, you know, oh, it works. People, it's a vitamin A. There's different types of retinol. There's different types of safety. But when you look at the Think Nerdy app or the EWG app, when you look at that product, it gets a nine and it tells you all the concerns behind that. And that is where when you're talking about safety, the EWG is pretty strict. But most of our cosmetic companies um, are still using retinol. And so you have to think about using that with risk. Beauty Counter does not use retinol in its products. Um, they have a retiny natural complex that they just developed and it's superior, but it has mimics the same effects of retinol. And I've been really pleased since I started using that product. So I'm not using retinol, but I have used retinol in the past. So why do you think there's not a lot of regulations behind this? You know, I, I don't know. I think there's a lot, I think there's not a lot of regulations in general, general with the, uh, in the US. And I think that one of the things is, you know, it's a it's a business. Um, chemicals were introduced, these chemicals were important um, for the time they got jobs recirculating. Um, things were being made here again, I would say that it's like tobacco, you know, it's one of those things that people kept saying, you know, tobacco is not safe, tobacco is not space, tobacco is not space, it's safe, but yet everybody started using it. Um, and then sure enough, the warnings came out. And I think that that's what we're starting to see in the clean beauty industry, that you're going to start seeing more and more safe products out there. There's been talks of, you know, cancer risk with breast cancer, and that's with parabens. Um, and one of the things that you're seeing now is a lot of companies are taking those parabens out and it's real important now in their marketing 
they're saying no para no parabens and things like that on their products, but but you really need to look beyond just parabens. We need to see what else is in there. So I think transparency is really, really important. And it's all legislation. It's all laws. So, you know, beauty counters lobbying hard to really get stricter regulations out there. The UK is at 1300. That's a big difference. Wow. What about um, testing on animals? Do they do any kind of that with the beauty counter or no? No. It is, there's a lot of vegan, no testing on animals, and there's a lot of other products that do not, that are cruelty free. Where bunny, beauty counter is bunny approved, um, but there's a lot of other products, companies out there that are doing a great job. And in my VIP group that I have on Facebook, I um, show those different um, companies to you. So it's not just about beauty counter, but it's about clean beauty education because as a blogger, um, my goal is that every consumer out there needs to be able to make safe choices. So I'm giving you the tools to help you do that. So how can you tell if a product or a beauty product is clean? I would say that the best way to tell is to go to that EWG database look and see what the product is and they will help you build all you have to do is build in the ingredient that's listed mm -hmm. now if it says fragrance there's going to be a lot of hidden ingredients behind that but you will just build in the products and they'll give you a report and they may you know you may be doing great you may be saying hey i'm doing pretty well this is a one or a two and and that's mm -hmm. great and you know and it's okay it's okay if you get a three. You just, you just have to remember, use caution. Just think about, just let's think about what we're putting on our skin. And, you know, some products may have a lot of green and then one ingredient that may be a yellow. Or you may have a lot of products that turn into their ingredients, a lot of green, a couple of orange, and then a one red. Well, you've got to make that decision. You know, is this a risk? that I want to do. I mean, just because it has this ingredient in it, it's not going to mean necessarily that something bad is going to happen to you. And that, that's what I tell people. But what we need to know is we need to know, hey, be transparent. People, let everybody know what's in your product. And I think if you've got the transparency, then you've got the trust. And it really helps people understand what they're putting on their skin. You know, I think about this all the time in my skincare routine. I put about eight products on my skin a day. That sounds crazy, doesn't it? <laughs> but no. it's true. You know, you but think about. Let's think about it. Let's dissect it. Let's let's go down. I mean, I shampoo. That's two products: shampoo and condition, and I wash my face. You know, I've had people say, "Oh, you know, you should join my VIP." Um, oh, I'm not really into beauty. It's not necessarily about beauty. It's not about we're selling lipsticks and you know lipsticks and even though that's the fun part. Do you wash your face? <laughs> do you use soap? You know, mm -hmm. do you use those products? Do you use sunscreen? These are the types of things that we need to know as consumers. It's not, so what? You know, I don't, hey, you may not use mascara or you may not use lipstick, but I bet you wash your face. And if you don't wash your face, then I need to talk to you because everybody needs to wash their face, <laughs> especially when you start talking about um, anti-aging as we get older. So, I, you know, so, so we back to that. And then if you use foundation or sunscreen, there's another one. 
um, eyeshadows, lipstick, and lipstick is really one of the most toxic products out there because of the color and the preservatives. Um, that it has a lot of lipsticks have lead in them. And what? mascara, mascara is a tough one. Mascara is really tough, and everybody wants a good mascara. And I, I'm still, I'm still on the fence. You know, I'm still looking <laughs> for the best mascara out there. But um, mascara has been known to have the same ingredients of paint that your Sharon Williams paint store or at Lowe's has in it because that's what it does it paints your eyelashes so those are some of the things that I think as women um, even we don't think about very often and it goes beyond that it goes beyond it goes with your kids products and your men's products so there's a you know we're thinking about men as well and safe products for them but I will shout out and say that there are a lot of good safe beauty companies out there so we are making a difference. Can we have a comment? Sandy says, I'm joining late. What is the cleanest lipstick? Would you suggest? Well, <laughs> well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you that one of the, you know, there's a lot of different products. And in my VIP group, I'll be more than happy to share some of those with you. But I can tell you right now what I use is Beauty Counter. And Beauty Counter has a never lift. Um, it does not allow 1,800 ingredients in its product that it has some research behind it that could be harmful in some way. So it's about health. So the lipstick brand I use is Beauty Counter, but I'm sure that there are other brands out there that are doing good things as well. But that's what I use. So if you're looking like you're, you're, you're in a rush, you're at the drugstore or at Walmart mm -hmm. or CVS or something like that and looking for a clean beauty product and you don't have time to go on the app what are some of the keywords to look for to, to show that they're not clean I think that's going to be a hard one to decipher um, because there's a lot of greenwashing out there and greenwashing is a um, a word that the marketing uses to sell you that product and the buzzwords that you want to hear so Let's talk about all natural. I mean, it is nice to look at all natural products. Um, and sometimes, you know, essential oils, and I'm a fan of essential oils, um, they get a bad rap at times with beauty products simply because of the essential oils can be a little bit harmful. There's not that much research about them. But those are, that's a kind of a safe product. I think you need to kind of definitely look for um, the ones that, uh, like the parabens, definitely look on a bottle, no parabens, because a lot of companies are really working to get rid of that across the board, because that has been linked to cancer. So that's a biggie right there. And you also said fragrance, too, that kind of... Fragrance is huge. I mean, you have to really look at what that fragrance is. If it says, you know, fragrance with an essential oil, orange, orange or a natural essential oil, you know, I would not think as bad about using that. It could cause some allergies, but it's not man-made. It's, it's not artificial. So I definitely think 
that anything with essential oils is not a bad thing. I think that's a good thing when you're looking at fragrances. But if you just have that word in that beauty product that says fragrance, then there's some hidden chemicals behind that. They're artificial. They're just man-made. And that goes, that goes through with um, candles and things as well. Okay, why is it, obviously, obviously this is a very obvious question, but I have to ask it anyways, because I know there are some people that are not really up on clean beauty, but why is it better for mm -hmm. you? Well, it's, you know, in terms of, there's, there's a difference. You've got clean beauty because you really are looking out for your health. I mean, that's the biggest thing. I mean, it's not that these products, these are harmful chemicals that could really do something to your body that are in your that are in these products. So when you're talking about clean beauty, you're taking out chemicals that are in other products that will reduce that risk of any harm at all. So, but it's also about performance. So for me, performance is really important because like I think Beauty Calendar, for instance, has made great strides since it came on the market when I started using it about four or five years ago, because I, you know, it's great that something's all natural, but if it doesn't work, do you really want to use it? No, I don't want to use it. So that's why I have chosen to go behind Beauty Counter and their products, because it's not only about safety, but it's also about performance. And I mean, I'll tell my VIP group tomorrow, if I'm not using a product, I'm going to tell you. You know, um, and I'm open if I, if there's another company that is getting safer that I'm all for advertising that my neighbor sells Mary Kay. Mary Kay is a huge brand. Everybody's familiar with Mary Kay. And even they have gotten a lot safer in the U.S. and what they're making. They go along with uh, U.K. standards. So they have a safety team behind their cosmetics. Now, so as you can see, big companies are paying attention to this. And so uh, Mary Kay bans about 1,300 products. I mean, Beauty Counter is a pioneer and a leader. They probably ban the most um, if you want to go top of the line. Um, but, you know, more and more are definitely, um, you can find many at Whole Foods, a lot of different brands. So my VIP beauty group, I try to share a lot of those with you. And I have flash sales to help, um, you know, pass along some savings for beauty counter as well. And that's the fun part. Why do you think the standards in the U.S. are so much lower than other countries? I wish I knew. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not an expert in that. And I just think, it, you know, it's just legislation. And... I don't have an answer. I'm sure I could find an answer for you, Melissa, but I'm not even going to guess. Um, it's, um, I just don't think the FDA regulates a lot in general in the U.S. I wonder if it has to do with the big um, companies and the, the impact, impact it would have on their bottom dollar, their bottom line. Probably. I mean, and you look at lobbying, too. You mm -hmm. know, the legislature and laws and there's a lot of uh you know big groups behind different uh funding i mean the beauty counter actually has a lobbyist that works at the general assembly to try to educate these legislators in changing um some beauty laws and it's working it's really amazing and california actually um has come out 
where they are going to start regulating more products, but it will not go into effect until 2025. But that's a start. Well, I'm just going to put a plug out there. My daughter is actually getting her PhD right now in environmental toxicology. So this kind of goes right along with what she's studying. So That's I'm glad I'm learning more yeah. about it. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm a blogger. <laughs> I'm a journalist. I'm not a chemist. Um, and so everything that, you know, I've learned, you probably know, she knows a lot more about chemicals than I do. But I do find it eye-opening, and I, I do find that, you know, the whole marketing in general, you know, in all natural is not necessarily safe, and all chemicals aren't necessarily bad. So it's hard, but I think what the biggest thing is, is that as consumers, we just need to pay attention to what we're putting on our skin and what's in our products, and luckily, Thanks to groups like the EWG and um, another app, the Think Dirty app, um, you can see that and we can have choices. And Sephora, and one of the things, Melissa, that, you know, I've said I've used Beauty Counter um, for a long time and I've switched on and off, you know, with trying to do other clean beauty brands and testing out other brands. But Sephora um, has a clean beauty section. Um, in their store, and they're really proud of that. They, um, in order to be in that section, they have a list of at least 50 ingredients that they do not allow um, for those companies to be in that section to have. And Beauty Counter has been in Sephora to support their efforts for a three-month partnership. And so a lot of people in that's gone into Sephora has been introduced about clean beauty now because of Sephora's efforts. And that's one of the reasons I kind of got on board with all of this too. I mean, it's kind of, you know, it's been part of my life for a while now where I've paid more attention to it, but it's just all of a sudden going in Sephora and more and more heads are turning about this topic that I thought, you know, this would be fun to get a group together and you know, it pays to shop clean. Let's have some deals and discounts and fun. And, um, and that's what I've done. And I've, it's been great. I've only had my VIP group for about, oh, I don't know, July 15th. And I've got an awesome group in there. And I have already saved through my flash sales and discounts um, and hostess rewards and different things. I've saved that group over $1,000. It's been amazing. And I've had a lot, a lot of fun with it. Wow. We have a comment. Courtney says the FDA only requires 1% of your product to be natural for you to say you are all natural. And that's really eye-opening. Yeah. Because Courtney oh, yeah. actually cosmetic. I mean, thank you, Courtney. I mean, this is such an eye-opening topic. And, you know, it's, it's not an easy topic. I mean, because, you know, it's a lot to think, you know, people are juggling babies and kids and working and they don't want to go think about what they're putting on their skin. Nobody wants to do that. They don't want to have to do the, you know, figure out, is this safe? Is this not safe? And that's why. And not only that, but expensive. And just because our product, we want to make sure that we can get products into the hands of individuals at all price points. You know, Beauty Counter is a great line. 
but it's department store prices. It performs well, but if you go to a drugstore and you buy a $6 cleanser, you want to know that that cleanser is safe, and that's what it's all about. And so the other last month in my pop-up group, I did give them a, a pop-up, a graph where I researched other cleansers that have really good ratings. Um, and so I share things like that in the group. And eventually, I'm going to start putting those graphics and things on my blog. So that will be more of a public education. But I only have so much time in the day, Melissa. <laughs> you know how that is. <laughs> yes. And you have two two little ones. Or not really little, but you still have two at home. So I can imagine the research. I mean, I do. Courtney, yeah. Courtney We're in has, school. Yeah. Courtney has some comments. She said, yes, it's scary. And then she said she worked for Jane Iredale. Iredale? Iredale? Mm -hmm. A clean beauty brand for years. You have to research your com cosmetics. Yep. Yeah. And Jane Iredale works great on the EWG. It has a great rating. So they're doing a really good job. And you find those a lot in spots um, and, and salons. Uh, they have really good product. I don't know if you can buy those on Amazon or not. I don't know if you can get their products on Amazon. I think Nordstrom has some. I have affiliates with Amazon and Nordstrom as well. Um, but yes, very good things. When you look at Jane Arundel on the EWG, you do get good reviews for those and good ratings. Okay. Before we switch topics, I have a quick commercial to do and then we will come back to you. Great. Do you ever wish people would just get with the program, start behaving like civilized human beings instead of fighting over every difference of opinion? Me too. That's why I wrote The Negativity Remedy, because something needs to happen and it needs to happen now. I'm Nicole Phillips and I'm here to tell you your light bulb moment is waiting. The Negativity Remedy will help you unlock more joy, less stress and better relationships through kindness. But this isn't a 30-day diet plan. It's not a revision of your monthly budget. This is a wake-up call. It's an enthusiastic reminder that the life you really change when you change your perspective and begin leading with kindness is your own. And then we have a few comments that came through during the commercial. Courtney says, yes, you can on Amazon by Jane Aradell. And it's in the prestige brands section. And I think Lee awesome. is frozen. You're frozen on my screen, Lee. So what does that mean? What um, should I do? So, um, just keep talking. Just keep talking and we can still hear okay. you, but we just, you're, you're kind of frozen. So if you just keep talking, maybe it'll work in just a second. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. So let's talk about out about NC because you've kind of had to switch COVID a little bit and pivot with that. Yes. So out about NC, um, I have always used that account as locals know best or local recommendations are best. And so it's always been a share account of others and helping uh, other content creators with their um, content to get out there about North Carolina. So I did, you know, with everything closing. <laughs> now, I'm never the one that gets out and about that often because, you know, I've got two kids and busy and I'm more of a writer than someone on the go all the time. 
But yeah, I had to pivot because everything's closed. And it was a time that I started the ad about in the interview, sort of like what you're doing here, but mine is on Instagram. And I spotlight a North Carolina business or tourism destination pretty much every Thursday. And um, it's been great. It's been great to connect with the people. At first, it kind of started as a way for me to kind of have that outside connection. You know, when we first got into quarantine, we were like, oh, I want to see people or talk to people. And it was really neat to have that. So I did it a lot uh, for a while. And then I kind of narrowed it down to like once a week. But it's been great to get to know the different things in the um, state. And you're still frozen. Why don't you try to go back out and come back in and see if that'll clear it up? Okay, so I'll leave and come back in. Let's try mm -hmm. it. And I will say follow Lee on um, Instagram. It's out about NC. It's really great. Like she says, on Thursday, she goes live with uh, somebody else um, with a North Carolina business. And it's a really great interview. And if you can't catch her live, they actually go on as well. Um, she It's on Instagram TV, so you can catch her there. And you're back. I'm so glad. <laughs> I was just telling everybody. Love technology? Yeah, I love technology. <laughs> what would we do without yeah. it, right? I don't know. Like, like last week on my Out About NC Live, my husband called and I didn't turn my ringer off and it knocked out my audio and then I could not hear my guest for the rest of the live shot. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's just, we just wing it, you know, happy go lucky, whatever shows. So, thanks for being patient with me on my end. So how has your background in journalism helped with your interviews now without about NC? Has it kind of rekindled your love for it or no? Yes. Yes. And I think that, you know, I've, I've always been a blogger first and no blogger was about writing, but really I, I started my entire career uh, in television and that's what I wanted to do. And so I went to UNC um, Chapel Hill. I graduated in 1991 <laughs> and I worked in TV for 10 years and then switched to PR and marketing, which I think that has helped me with the blogging side of life and everything else that I've done. But I love talking to people and getting to know them. So yes, it has really rekindled a lot, I would say of my past career in journalism. The thing that I love about it though is there's nothing really negative that I have to talk about like you did with an assignment desk of a news desk, you know, a crime or murder or a government, boring government meeting. I get to talk about what my passions are and what people love, which is the state of North Carolina, and introduce people to the different things that we have. And the audience that is on that channel are other North Carolinians like you, but it's also people that want to come to North Carolina from England or Ireland. And so it's really, it's become an international audience. And my blog has always been more international um, with people following me, but it's not, I don't have, it's not a local, it's much local, um, but more general and broad in North Carolina travel and tourism and businesses. And really working, I, 
I don't know if I should announce, but I've got something real exciting coming up <laughs> for the holiday season with a few businesses. Um, but I'll just give you a hint. Um, because there's going to be a out of that NC uh, holiday market that we're gonna that I'm going to be hosting, and I'm so excited um, that that will be coming up very soon, Melissa. So it's been great to be able to help these businesses um, in North Carolina since COVID that you know that haven't had people in them, and you know helping them raise awareness and and getting the word out about what they have. And so there will be about four different. Uh, vendors that I have hand picked and we'll be doing a holiday market. It's going to be a three month thing with different pop-up shops. So I've been doing a lot more pop-up pop-up shopping lately and it's, I enjoy it. It's great. And I, I cannot wait to show people what these great North Carolina businesses and the products that they have to offer for the holidays. Now, speaking of North Carolina, are there any places in North Carolina where you can get a majority of clean beauty? Cause I know like, I know two, one is, what is that one that is in Raleigh Durham area and then Trellis Beauty? There's two. I can't remember the first one. Well, I think, you know, a lot of your salons, you know, some of the lines that they carry, you know, and I, I think that you really, you know, clean is a big word. <laughs> it's a generic mm. word. It's a big word. And I think that, you know, there's clean and then there's really clean. So, you know, do you just kind of need to look at what's in those products? But there are a lot of North Carolina uh, companies or businesses that are doing more cleaner products, but they're still going to rank maybe three or four uh, on the EWG sometimes because of fragrances and some others. But again, there's not that transparency, so we don't really know exactly what's in those products. But like a lot of the companies such as the Asheville um, Bee Charmer, you know, a lot of their products, they have a lot of skincare in terms of, of creams and lotions and like that that are made with honey. And they really like to work with people that are using more natural and organic and chemical free products. So there's I mean, we have tons of different stores in North Carolina that will offer certain prices. And the same thing goes with candles. You know, um, one of the vendors that I'll be working with for our holiday market um, they do great handles without all those fragrances that are artificial. So it's, it's, it, there's a lot. Uh, we're, we're fortunate in North Carolina that there's some other spa products out there. And, you know, that's bath bombs. And that's also uh, the sea salt that you put in baths and everything. As far as actual cosmetic lipsticks and stuff, I don't really know offhand um, any product that is made here that is totally, totally safe. Wow. So why is it better? I know it's in better for the environment and it's better for you. Why is it that mm -hmm. there's people aren't really, most people aren't concerned. They're looking at price points and I just don't understand that. A lot right. of people look up, this is only $5 as opposed to a clean beauty product, which is $20. Of course, it may cost a little bit more to make because you're using all organic stuff. So it's even mm -hmm. goes across in the grocery store too. Most organic stuff mm -hmm. are, is priced higher than just regular stuff. So why is that? Do you think? Well, well, I think it's tough. I mean, because you know, you got to look at the bottom line, and you got to look at a family's budget. And you know, people have different 
choices of how they spend stuff and what's important to them. And that's the same way with clothes. I mean, some people, you know, maybe don't wear expensive clothes or, you know, wear the same thing over. I kind of wear the same thing over all the time, honestly. <laughs> but yet I've always bought beauty products. So everybody puts their budget, you know, in the different places. But honestly, you know, it's access. You know, when you're living in a smaller town, uh, especially in a rural North Carolina town, you really don't have access. You only have access to like Walgreens or maybe a Target. And there are products out there. Um, but, you know, at the bottom line, you're looking at how much you can spend. I mean, are you going to take a choice? Are you going to buy, are you going to feed your family? Or are mm. you going to buy cleanser that's, that is really safe? You're going to feed your family. It's, it's about choices. And I think that that's why it's so important that we start regulating and telling the legislature and text your congressman and text your legislator and say, hey, we need to have safer beauty laws in the U.S. at all price points. So that big company over there tells us what is in our products. Be transparent. Let mm -hmm. us know what's in it. And if they let us know what's in it and we know it's safe and they don't have some of these other chemicals in them, then sure, pick it up for $6 because it's safe. But it's hard. When you're talking about money, you know, some families have to make choices. And right now, you know, with COVID, it's been really, really tough. So that's why it's so important that, in, you know, and a lot of the products, when we talk about the hair products on the market, especially to um, black women, I mean, they're not regulated at all. And sometimes those hair products have terrible chemicals in them. So, I mean, it's really across the board, but it makes sense. I mean, when you're looking at even I, as, and I've, you know, I've been a beauty counter affiliate for four years and I use it, but I'm like, oh, do I really want to spend that this month on this product? And, you know, you have have to make choices and I've, I've tried different things I've tried cheaper I've tried you know I, I feel like I can be real Melissa with my VIP group because you know I'm like I like my son I mean I shouldn't reveal this about him but you know he's had some acne issues and the acne stuff wow you want to talk about unsafe there's a lot drying of skin there's so much and I was giving him our beauty counters um, acne all over acne serum I love it it's great but I felt like he was bathing in it I mean literally I would order it and it'd be gone in like three weeks and it's not an inexpensive product it works well and a little bit goes a long way so I started thinking okay let me look at some other alternatives that since he's going through it so fast that may be a little bit less expensive Melissa I messed up his skin so bad that I still haven't got it straight yet he wow. started peeling and raw and it, it's just been terrible. And I, I said, I've just regretted the decision when I took him off of the, the all over serum of getting his skin to back to when he was using it. And we're still working on that. But yeah, I mean, these things add up on a person's budget. So that's why it's so, so important that we really change these laws and get things safe at all price points in drugs. So what would you say would be one, if you really had to just pick one product 
to start off with your clean beauty regime or your clean regime for anybody, what product would you suggest? I personally would suggest, now I was a little different. When I, was, when I first got introduced to Beauty Counter, I started with uh, products, like, like cosmetics first. But when, now that I'm in this education group and I've started talking to people more and really honing in on that question, um, I would use something that you're going to use the most, that you put on your skin the most. And for me, I'm going to say a moisturizer because if you do skincare correctly and lotions, you're putting that on your skin. And our skin is our largest organ. So we forget it's a living organ and everything absorbs into your bloodstream very, very quickly. Um, I would probably start with a moisturizer and then I would go from there to an eye cream because you're putting it sensitive around your eyes and then, you know, lipstick. I, I love our lip glosses and, you know, all of the things. But then I think foundation and then a lot of people talk about sunscreen. I use a dewy skin sunscreen product that we have. And so I put that on my skin every day. But I, I would say, you know, at first I'd say cleanser because, you know, you're cleansing, but you're not keeping the cleanser on your face very long. You're cleansing and then you're washing off. You're cleansing, you're washing off. But that moisturizer is literally going on your skin, whether it be a lotion or anything, every day, absorbed, and you're putting it on in bulk. And then same thing with any oils and serums and um, other anti-aging products. So I, I think skincare, and I think consistently based on people in my VIP group, skincare tends to be what people switch first. And I tell people it's not an overnight process, and that's why when I work with my VIP group on this, I say, you know, let's look at your budget because you're not going to switch all this out. You're going to pick one thing or one of the most important things and, you know, work within getting it. It may take a year to switch some products, but every mm -hmm. little bit you do counts. So I don't want people to get overwhelmed because if you think about, oh, my God, everything I'm using, not safe, you know, you really need to just slow it down and do clean swaps as you go based on when you're running out of stuff. So, you know, I tell people sometimes that, you know, if you're low on a mascara and you need a mascara, hey, then maybe try that. Or if you're low and you want a new color of a lipstick, then use that. But I think really lotions and moisturizers are what we really put on and what is pretty much generic that the non-beauty people, like we talked about earlier, the non-beauty people probably in some way put some type of lotion on their skin. Mm -hmm. My husband does, and I mean, he's hard. He just told me to leave him alone. I mean, in terms of, he has a lotion. I cringe every time he pulls it out, and he won't change, but you know, that's his choice. There's nothing I can do with him about that. Um, but, you know, he does, he uses, this is lotion. He's a man. He, he puts lotion on his skin. My daughter wants um, lotion. So I think lotion and moisturizer are a good place to start. And then any product that you're running low on and you just need to replenish. Well, Lee, thank you so much for joining us today. Are there any last minute things that you want to share? 
Well, I just want to thank you for having me on and letting me talk. And I hope I haven't bored everybody to tears, <laughs> but it's been great. It's, I understand now how my people feel when I, when I interview them. <laughs> it's not, it's like being in the hot seat. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I like it, but no, it's it's been great. So thank you so much for having me as your guest today. I know I learned a lot today, and I'm going to go investigate. You said the EWG app, and then what other app to look? The Think Dirty app, and they're both apps. And I will say, I like to add that one of the things in my VIP group that I do to help others is like if anyone ever wants to host a a reward link with me because I am a blogger and I'm constantly chilling out content and things like that um, and help educate then I can always help people get free and half off products as well by using um, my links to share the information with people so it takes one person at a time um, to help educate but I've had some hostesses that I have allowed to use the link and then when people buy through my affiliates, as you have with yours, then they're able to get um, hostesses. And I have, and I have also want to mention that I give educators a discount because I really, a lot of my, my people that are in my VIP group are educators because I think that it's a way for me to give back to them. And I also give military um, personnel discounts and Really, I do a lot of discounts because, you know, as you know, Melissa, as you work on affiliates, I have control over um, what I can offer people. And I like that. It's fun. It's like, you know, flash sales. I never knew I'd love flash sales so much, but I've been able to really um, help my people save some money and get clean beauty. And I, I like that. It's been it's been very rewarding for me. So I do offer discounts. Okay, so tell everybody where they can find you at. You can find me all over. <laughs> you can find me at hindsightblog.com. That is my main um, website. And then on social media, you can find me at Instagram at outaboutnc. You can also find me there on Facebook. You can find um, Lee Powell Hines on Instagram. And I have a new Instagram um, group for VIP beauty and then on Facebook group is my VIP beauty group. So I am hard not to find. I think you can you, you can find me anywhere and I love to chat to people. So feel free to just message me or send me a Instagram message and I'll get back to you and send you any links that you need. All right. Thank you so much Lee for joining us today. And we Thank will see you, you Melissa. on the I appreciate it. And we'll see you on the next episode of Chats from the Block Cabin. Bye, guys. Wow. I never knew there was so much about clean beauty. And I think we just hit the tip of the iceberg where that is involved. I will put in the show notes um, all of Lee's information. If you want to reach out to her, she says she'd be willing to answer any questions. And if she didn't know, then she will actually... Um, ask other people about it the apps that she mentioned in the podcast are think dirty and ewg and i will put a link to their apps there so you can kind of check it out um but honestly folks we really need to start thinking about what we put on our bodies as well as what we put in our bodies and um, the environment as well 
because I never even thought about it. But my daughter Michaela has suffered years and years and years with horrible, horrible rashes in her in her lymph nodes and her armpits from using these deodorants, and they get really swollen and everything to the point that she's had to try all natural deodorants, and some of them still don't work. So, the last piece of advice we had that somebody gave her was to put tree tree tea tree oil on before she um, put her deodorant on to like coat it. So you never know. Remember, I have turned these chats from the blog cabin into not only this podcast, but they first appear on Facebook Live. And then I put later on, I put them on the interviews on YouTube. So if you missed any of the Facebook Lives, they're being repurposed into the podcast and YouTube. Check them out. Thank you for being part of the chats from the blog cabin family. I really hope you enjoy the content that I'm giving you. And really, I wish, really would like to thank you for listening. But you know what would really help me out right now is if you subscribe to the show and you leave a rating or review. I mean, if you don't want to leave a review, click the stars. Especially if you're on iTunes, you can go in and you can click five stars, four stars, three stars, two stars, one star. Hopefully it's not two, one, three, but, you know, do the stars. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Be blessed. And remember, keep chatting.